Yeah, so we uh, we closed right under like 20 million revenue in the last five months. Obvi is the number one fat burner in Walmart history. Figure out like this one order. If I can't move these units, it could like potentially shut my business down. Some brands go to retail to die. I want to just do it. I want to even like I want a business to even bankrupt. Welcome to episode 69 of <laughs> New Money Talks. Oh, um, yeah. We left 69 for Mr. Ron <laughs> Shaw right here. We, t- we told Andrew he was going to get 69. Yeah, screw you, Andrew. Sorry, <laughs> Andrew. <laughs> you guys came all the way to Kearney. To yeah, we're, we're in the shipyards over here of uh, coffee and co- over cardio and Avi. Yes. You guys can't see on the table. We got a lot of good stuff on the table. If you guys don't know who Ron is, we have another episode with him. So you can like. He talks about his backstory, all that fun stuff. We'll, we'll link it in the description, but we're going to get into some of the stuff we didn't talk about in that last episode. All of the new stuff, honestly, because like you've been rocking and rolling the last year in a sense. You guys got into Walmart, which is huge. Um, obviously killing it, probably Walmart, um, more than likely. Yeah, I think, I think it'd be good to, you know, we can jump into like what's good what's bad what's okay. ugly right because yeah. every- i, I want to highlight a few things so like obviously in walmart you yep. guys bought a brand which yep. is yep. coffee over cardio correct kind of yep. crazy Sick yep. brand. <laughs> yeah and, and their media company chew on this is popping off yep. yeah um and, yeah and events in every goddamn city in the country <laughs> <laughs> yeah no we've been uh we, i think we've been uh really enjoying the fruits of building in public uh, which is what we started out be with, right? Um, from day one, we we shared everything on Twitter and LinkedIn, and I think the way the world paid us back was with the ability to take our network and be able to buy a brand like Coffee Over Cardio, um, and build a media company like Chew on This, uh, which you know now is host of a podcast, a newsletter, and an events arm. Um, and what a lot of people don't know, I don't even think you guys know, but we started an agency as well called GAS. It stands for Growth as a Service for SaaS. Um, and it's a boutique agency which takes all the chew on this stuff and brings it to the larger network. And so we'll manage people's budgets because we also know if you're gonna spend with op- if you're gonna spend with chew on this, we also know what other podcasts you should spend on. We also know what other newsletters, et cetera. So we actually manage a lot of the SaaS companies' budgets as well um, on the gas side. So it's a lot of fun things that are kind of coming out. But I would say, I just want to like make a quick note of, I don't think any of this happens if we never built in public or we didn't attempt to build a little bit of a public brand. And I think for those people who are still like, um, I don't know if I want to get on Twitter. I, like I'm too lazy. Like I, I don't know if this is worth it. Um, I, I would say like nine times out of 10, I've seen it be worth it for a lot of people. I mean, look at you guys too, right? Like yeah. you guys jumped on this wave and like, I remember episode 21, you're like, should we sponsor? Should we? <laughs> like now it's like, you know, now now you have a wait list, right? It's like, I think it's, it's really important to like pick um, a route of what you want to do. Just don't be stuck in the middle, right? Um, and I think because we were extremists around, we're going to tell everyone about everything we do. I think we were able to take an advantage um, of um, even how we got into Walmart, right? And and being there for Ob- Obvi, 
um, a lot of it was because we had that public presence. So, um, yeah, I can I can jump into yeah, the Walmart. I'm, I'm really curious. I'm, I'm before Walmart. I'm curious because like there, you said there was a lot a lot more pros than cons about building in public, but there also it also opens up a can of worms or like backlash of people that yeah. you know are you know maybe talking down on you or that dislike maybe the advice you're giving out or whatever it is. Like, talk to us about any of those experiences that you might have had. You don't have to like name names or anything like that, but like what are what are some of the negatives that that maybe That's opened up or or the things that it maybe veered your attention away from that could have been bigger right now if you were to double down on maybe one thing? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, I, I think the the positives, right, if you had to quickly just label it for building in public is um, growth, right? You get growth in following, you get growth in learnings because when you share, you open it up for comments and comments typically either point you in one direction, another one, agree, disagree, right? So you, you grow. Um, number two is your network starts to build, right? And there's a big difference between growing and building. Building is like follower by follower, right? Connection by connection. Grow is like you're growing in different ways and, and they're more, it's more figurative. And then, so that's number two. And then number three is there is this like, fiscal upside, right? There's this like monetary upside that you don't really understand until you get into the game, right? Um, and so you study the game, you learn the game, and then you're like, all right, I'm going to enter the arena, right? And that's kind of like what we're all doing, which is I'm going to start a podcast, right? Before that, you may be consuming it. You may be sharing your own stuff, your own journey. So I think there is a like, those are the three upsides. Um, you know, growth, building, and monetary um, opportunities. I think the negative is, is literally the opposite of each as well. So like with growth comes also a lot of like hatred around or like a lot of like negative points, right? So yeah, envy, exactly, uh, of where if you, you, if you don't know how to block it out or take it head on, it actually will not grow you, it will break you, right? Because you can mentally get caught up in like, damn, everyone's like kind of hating on my shit. Like they're hating on me that I'm talking about making $20 million. Like they don't like it. So if you can't handle it, it'll break you, it won't grow you. And then the building part, right? The more you build, the more responsibility you have to actually be careful about making sure that you're accurate in what you say. You can't just toss out crazy opinions. You can't toss out crazy numbers. And then you can't stand up for what you, you can't not stand up for what you say because the more you build, the more people are watching, right? And then lastly is when you start making money, that's when it gets really crazy because people, there are equal amounts of people that don't want you to make money from the fact that you grew and built something right? Because they're like, wait, I'm part of what, what you built you. Like, why are you getting to make money, right? Um, and so it's crazy because I feel like building in public has the two most extreme opposites in pros and cons than anything else. Because um, what can be the greatest thing can also be the worst thing for you. But you'd never trade it for the world, I'm assuming, right? No, no. Not, yeah. uh, I, I, I think you. there's personalities that can do it and there's personalities that can't. And I'm also curious about I always thought this myself. Are you sitting on your phone all day, just like tweeting and commenting and liking? Like, yeah, I think I um. Like, how do you how do you spend time doing that all day? 
Yeah, so I, I think for me, the way I look at it is like, first of all, I don't do a single call via video, right? Okay, so every single phone call that I take, I'd have four or five hours of meeting a day. A day. Um, I will do every single one standing and walking, right? No video, um, oh, I'm really? always walking, okay? While I'm walking, I, my distraction while I'm on the call is social. Because I'm able to retain. So if you're talking to Ron on the phone, yeah. he's tweeting at the same time. Uh, he's like, this uh, fucking guy doesn't know how to allocate budgets. <laughs> I'm actually even writing ideas from the call yeah. that are making me feel a certain way to tweet something. Um, now, some calls, there's nothing there. It's just like a demo or something. Yeah. But I've, I, I don't know the last time I can tell you I've sat behind a desk and taken a video call. I won't do it. So um, all your calls are over the phone? Over the phone. Way more efficient. Way more efficient. And I get like, I'm not, I don't do fitness stuff. So it's my steps. I get 15 to 20,000 yeah. steps a day, right? <laughs> yeah. But um, I, I think my point of that was like more around, um, I try to use social as a place where I need to kind of brain dump what's going on in my daily life. Otherwise, there's not enough content. If yeah. you zoom your life yeah. out, and you're like, all right, well, how did this week go? You're like, did a bunch of meetings. I went to work, right? Where you really get your content is what happened at 2.05 p.m. when you saw like your guys were packing boxes and like you ran out of tape, right? And that's when you're like, damn. That's when you tweet. <laughs> that's, that's your content. Like I just, I had to figure this out. When, when it's Friday, you're not going to remember you did that on Tuesday, 2 p.m. So you have to be... Not on your phone, but you need to be able to collect what is affecting your life. 100%. I think all these things that we're talking about today stemmed from you, Ash, and Kids Social in a sense, right? 100%. 100%. More, more or less Twitter. Also, LinkedIn as well, too, was like a kind of big factor in it. Yeah. Twitter and LinkedIn would be the top two. Were the biggest two things. Uh, and then obviously, you guys built this media company arm, uh, an agency as well. Um, but Avi, I think, was the reason that a lot of this happened, yeah. right? Like Avi's like the the poster child of like everything that was created. Yeah, it right? gives you the authority gives to the authority. have people listen yeah. to him. Like, yes. like no one cares about Ron if Avi didn't exist. I no. think it's very obvious. You know? Yeah, 100%. You don't have authority to, you have no trust, right? If you don't have something where people want to know that you stepped in the fire first, right? Because then they'll come. If you, if you stepped in the fire and you say, hey, it's not that hot, right? Come, it, this yeah. is actually feels good. They'll come because you did it first. But nobody will go and listen to someone that says, hey, go step in this fire. I, I don't think it's that looks hot. looks warm. looks warm. Yeah. <laughs> no one's going to follow that, right? So you have to build that. For and sure. I think our brands are, it's why we even bought Coffee Over Cardio, is to actually build more authority. Um, because what we want to show is like, we didn't just have a fluke with Obvi. We could do it again. Yeah. And then we'll do it again. Well, again. I want to talk about Avi too, though. So like yeah. over the last year, what has happened with Avi? Like what did, what did yeah. growth look like? What did the business look like and stuff like um, that? Yeah. So we, uh, we closed right under like 20 million revenue. Um, Congratulations. Huge. Yeah. Thank you. It was a good year. The, the challenging part was that we um, found out that we're launching into vitamin, sh I mean, um, sorry, Walmart nationwide. Um, we found that out uh, when December, when I went to Bentonville. And um, 
when we launched, um, sorry, we found out that December 2022. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. And then 2023, um, June, we got, we found out that it's going to be nationwide, which was bittersweet because a brand like ours that's never done retail, we're 100% D2C. Um, it is a very daunting task to be told you're going to be nationwide. It's incredible. No other brand in our category besides Vital Proteins has ever gone nationwide on a launch. Okay. So we're like number two in their history. The problem is, is you have zero chance to learn. You have to win, right? Think about it. Everything, every product you put in there, every store, you have to win. You have to sell. Every, everything has to sell. Yeah. So right out of the gate, not only are you doing something that you've never done, you now have to kill it. You have to become the master of it, right? So June, we found our store account. August, we went into live in stores, 2023. And September, we were officially in every store. Um, And in those first four months, I think we did about a million in sales at Walmart alone. Um, It was really good. However, um, the tough part was two things. One, it definitely affected our online sales. Walmart has this thing called EDLP. It stands for everyday low, lowest price. Oh, okay. So with Walmart, the only way you get in there is you have to give them the lowest price the product is anywhere, lower than your website. You have to be like considerably lower, okay? So our collagenic burn, our fat burner that we have, this little pink um, tub, we sell online for $34.99 on our website and Amazon. Walmart said uh, we won't take it unless it's nineteen ninety nine. Jeez, right? That's crazy. So they right? came after you. Yeah. So we're damn. like, and and we're like, damn. That's like your that's, best seller. It's our best seller. Uh, it's number five on Amazon for fat. If you look up fat burner, it's number five. Wow. Um, I got you there with the well. That's a big <laughs> <clip and a laughs> have. You guys are synced up today, huh? Yeah. yeah. Um, so number five on Amazon, and we're like, damn, this is like tough, man. Like. Why are you making us do this? And then you realize it's Walmart. So you have to do it. So one thing we realized right out of the gate is it affected our online sales. We were driving ads to the burn. The first thing you're going to do is go search and Google it. And Walmart makes you go online and offline. Walmart's crazy online. Walmart's crazy. So the minute you search collagenic burn, you see it for $19.99 on Walmart. Why would you ever buy it? Why would you ever touch Why would you come to Obvi? So our online sales dropped. Luckily, Walmart picked it up. So that was the same story for our collagen. Our collagen powder, which we sell for $40, Walmart said we want it for $19.98. So 50% they off. They half. Half. And there's no way we can compete with that, right? Um, so what, you're at the table in like Benville, Arkansas? Oh, uh, no, they, they and, do all this off. They do this okay. over email. Got After you. you. What they do is they first tell you, you got a meeting. So you go to Bettenville, wet in December. They then tell you in February that you got in. That you're getting into Walmart. You got placement. Then, so now you're excited. Then they tell you in June, your store count. So then you find out 4,200 stores nationwide, right? So now they've, they've, they've got you fully emotionally attached to this. You start telling your friends, family, yeah, like got, you, you're you start for the money. Capital, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. You're like, I'm, I'm flying. Then, then they hit you with July, August, they hit you with, by the way, let's negotiate price. Did you know this was coming? 
Oh, I had no idea. So like, like none of your friends in the industry were like, yo, they're going to do this to you type of thing? It wasn't that they didn't. I think they did tell me. <laughs> I talked to um, I talked to Sam, Good Wipes. Um, I even talked to Dude Wipes. I talked to like um, Curie Body. I talked to a bunch of people. I think they told me. They're like, dude, watch out for price. I'm like, oh, price? Like, yeah, I'm like, we have margin. Like, <laughs> we're so big. We got margin. Four yeah, bucks. Yeah. Like, we have, we're good. Um, so I don't think I cared. And then they come with you and they're like, this is what we, this is all we are going to take. That's when you're like, damn, I got no negotiation room here. So we launched, um, what sucked was, was, is, I mean, sucks right now too, is our collagen. We have a flavored collagen, right? Fruity cereal and cocoa cereal. Our collagen didn't, isn't selling as well. Because if you think about what people buy when they come to the collagen aisle, is they buy the unflavored, right? You got the fruity pebbles. And we over got here. the fruity yeah, and yeah, cocoa, yeah. which is loose. obviously sounds really good. But if you're taking unflavored, you're not going to be one day walking through Walmart and be like, you know what? Screw the unflavored. I'm going to fruity cereal. Like it is literally asking someone to go become the opposite spectrum. Yeah. Okay? So when that, ha- when we realized like, damn, we should have had one flavor be unflavored and another one be flavored. So there would be an easier entry point to the brand. Obviously good learning lesson. So our collagen's not selling that well. It's probably selling in like the bottom five collagens on in Walmart. But then the flip story is our burn sits next to HydroxyCut. HydroxyCut for the last 10 and a half years, last decade, the number one fat burner in Walmart. Okay. In the last five months, Obvi is the number one fat burner in Walmart history. Damn. Like we are not only beating them by a little, um, there's this unit, there's this metric called units per store per week. How many units do you sell in store per week? Okay. Um, HydroxyCut sells about a half a unit. Okay. So it's an average, right? Yeah. Um, and that's pretty good for, it's half a unit per store per week. So if there's 4,200 stores, they're selling 2,000 units a week. It's pretty good. Yeah. Um, we're selling 0.91 units per store so per like week. like double. Double HydroxyCut. And they've been around for a decade, right? So Walmart's like all over this, right? And it's incredible. But it's like this really weird story because half your SKUs are performing really poorly and a number one is making history. So when you leverage it out, we're kind of like, all right, we're, we're doing all right. We're in Walmart. We're in Walmart. Yeah, We're yeah. not like, you know, soaring through all our SKUs. Then you add in the fact that it affected our online sales and you're kind of just doing all right here. So overall, like we had a rougher year, right? Because we couldn't grow. We couldn't figure out how to figure out this omni-channel thing. And we're still haven't figured it out. It's, we've only been there four months. Yeah. So that's the story of Walmart. It's not like yeah. all beautiful. And I'm sunshine. happy that you're honest about this too. Yeah. So yeah. Like we got to Walmart. It's, it's Killer. Yeah, it's it's killer up until you get in there. That's why they Literally. say it's a quarter of the battle is getting in, three quarters of the battle is staying in. Seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you were to go back in time, would you have done it again? I would have done it again, but I've definitely would have changed the flavors. The flavors. Yeah. I would have done cocoa cereal plus an unflavored. Can you go back and change these things now or no? You can. So we just went again this December to Benville because they review your line. That's when they told us, like, hey, guys, most likely we're going to have to kick your collagens out. However, we'd like more burn products. 
So we created a burn elite, which is in this black box. And then we created a burn PM, which you can lose weight overnight. Then we created a burn fast for people who intermittent fast. So like we could see burn taking up like a big shelf there now. The problem is, is like when you buy the collagen, you buy it in enough bulk to make up, to, to, to buy it, you buy enough to make sure that Walmart's going to be, has enough inventory for the year because they give you their forecasts. Now, Walmart doesn't give a fuck, like if their forecast all of a sudden says, hey, it's not selling, cool, cut the forecast. And now you're sitting on half a million dollars in inventory. You got to buy this back. You not buy it back because we never sent it in. Okay. But we kept it ready. Oh, I see. Right? Because if Walmart's like, hey, we think you're going to sell our, our units, our, our threshold for collagen was half a unit. We had to sell half a unit per store per week to be a good brand. So they were basically like, all right, we're going to buy 2,000 units from you guys a week, right? And you want to have at least 12 weeks of stock because that's how long it takes to make, right? So now do two times 12, that's 24,000 units per flavor, right? So that's 50,000 units. Each one costs $10. So now you're ripping I'm half, a half a million, million dollars. I'm not, I'm, now... After the first three weeks, Walmart's like, hey, not selling that well. You guys are really only selling about like 500 units. We're going to cut everything down to one-fifth. We only need $100,000 for the And they're next paying you in like 90 days after 60 days. Too. 60 days. Jeez. So now we're sitting on $400,000 of the stock that has no indication of moving. Right? Yeah, damn. That's yeah. nuts. It's wild. It's crazy because like... On Twitter, say on Instagram, on Facebook, on LinkedIn, everyone's like, oh, wow, I want to get into retail, blow my business out of the water, blah, be blah, careful. blah. It's very dangerous. Yeah. It's careful. very dangerous. 100%. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's definitely not, it's glamorous because like the burn, what's happening with burn, we may make like legendary history there, you know, and take over that entire category. But on the flip side, you on the flip side, I'm like, damn, I got to like figure out like this one order, if I can't move these units, it could like potentially shut my business down. Yeah. Because like I can't carry that much inventory. I have a question because you guys probably tried this. Is, the, is, is, it, is it true that like people like can run ads to the stores and everything too? Like you guys try the tough like, stuff like that? Yeah, like, yeah we did it all, man. You online. drive offline, but then it affects your online. It does affect your online. Right? If, imagine I started telling all my community, which I did, 80,000 women in my community now, go buy in Walmart. Go buy in Walmart. And they did it. They're not going to buy on your website. They yeah. didn't buy on our website. And you then. got half as much. And as then, you like, would. our retention dropped to like went from thirty five percent a month to like twenty. So then, acquisition, which is the costs have been crazy. Now you don't have enough retention to bring down your acquisition costs. So now you're losing on first order profitability. So overall, the business just overall becomes just changes. Tough. It just changes. It yeah. becomes now. It changes now. If I can get Walmart dialed in right and bright products there and stuff, I can really do well there. But I'm in a sensitive period where I don't, I'm not boots. I don't have like $10 million back in me, right? Yeah, yeah. So this half a million dollars I'm carrying in inventory, it's like it's, we, it, it increased our burn rate from next year to like October this year, unless I turn it somewhere, yeah. right? Because I can't sit on that much. So it's, it's like a scary truth where yeah. like if by October, like there's a reality, Avi could shut down. It's not, but like. No, I know, yeah, but yeah. like we'll do whatever we can or not. But the reality of it is, is you can do something great for five years, make one, one. tough sale be, with a juggernaut like Walmart. And that's why they say 
some brands go to retail to die. So you have to be careful not to die. 100%. Sorry to be morbid, but. No, 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 it's no, no I have to be it's real. real. Let's, let's, let's pivot out of obvious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Talk to us about this let's guy. Go this stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, How did this come to be? How did you guys find them? How did they find you? Yeah, really What'd that cool look like? story. I used to work with the owner of this company at Shreds, the company that I oh, started yeah. at. Yeah. His name's um, uh, Mike Krausen. So he was, uh, he used to do influencer marketing at Shreds. Um, I was doing marketing. Good friends. Um, we both obviously left Shreds. Uh, he went and did um, a lot of personal coaching. He's like a bodybuilder. And then he started this brand with his wife, uh, Abby, uh, called Coffee Over Cardio. They're big coffee fanatics. They wanted to bring flavored coffee market. Kind of what we were doing with collagen is like coffee doesn't need to be boring. Yeah, yeah, so dipping dots and everything. Flavors. Yeah, yeah, fruity pebbles. So they went and got their first licensing deal was dipping dots. So they got dipping dot flavored coffees, um, and they this brand is five years old. Uh, in their first five years, they did about ten million in total revenue. Okay, something crazy but impressive, right? Husband and wife, lean company, three employees, um, based in Texas. Unfortunately. The husband and wife got a divorce. Um, and this was last year, October, September. Um, I kind of stayed close to Mike mainly because he followed me and me building in public. So he called me and he said, hey, listen, in the divorce, even though the company was more ran by the wife because she was the face of it, he was like, hey, I'm getting to keep the company. However... I have zero interest to run this because it's really hers. And so do you want to buy it? And at this point, he had about $140,000 in inventory, no debt, and about 2,000 active subscribers on the coffee. And the company was doing about 80K a month. Okay. So I was like, uh, I don't know how much you're thinking, you know? Um, and he was like, Honestly, just buy out my inventory. Just buy the inventory. It's yours. I just don't want this headache. Because it like reminded him of his ex-wife. What a and guy. Stuff. <laughs> so I was like, so if I send you 140K wire, this company is mine, which makes 80K a month. Makes no sense. Um, so I did some diligence, hired a lawyer. Everything came out clean. Look at the liens. Look at everything. And uh, in 12 days, I wired him the money. Um, got the company. The next day, called his ex-wife, and I you said, had her number. I, uh, I I I DM'd her, um, and then got her number, and I said, "Hey, listen, uh, I bought the company. If you want to be part of it, still." Um, week later, she uh, agreed, so now she's a face again. And uh, what's really cool is, is they were already in talks of working with Post to get Fruity Pebbles and Cocoa Pebbles licensing. What's Post? Post is the company that owns Fruity Pebbles. Oh, interesting. Okay. Like Post Cereals. So, so you guys have Fruity Pebbles here, no? No, what we don't. There. It fruit says loop. Fruity Cereal. That's Fruity Cereal. So oh, ours is a knockoff. We oh, don't have a real licensing, right? Yeah. That Fruity Pebbles. This Pebble, is real, though. That's, yeah, look at the logo. Oh, we right? got Post and everything. Yeah. 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 So they were already in talks with Post after Dippin' Dots did well. And they hadn't, like, they had just closed the deal. And so I was like, wait, you're going to like throw this in there too? Because that's a big deal. 
to get official and really exclusive licensee. So no other coffee can ever make wow. Post. Oh, wow. Right? So, and this just launched three weeks ago. It's already sold out. Um, but anyway, I was like, all right, I can just make my money back just with this alone. Um, and we've been doing great. Um, yeah. It we had 2,000 subscribers too. Yeah. They got great subscribers. That's, That's like a great. dream. That's a dream um, right there. It's great. It's a great yeah. brand. Great community. They have like 100,000 community members. And I feel like it's probably somewhat similar to Avi. It does. Uh, there's a good kind of amount of affinity there. Yeah. Um, we're trying to be sensitive of it, not like throw more product down people. So we're going to do it properly. But yeah, in, in the what three, four months we've taken it over, it's been fun. Um, we're profitable. How, how do you like interject it into your whole team here though? Because obviously everyone's working on Avi now. Yeah. Um, we, basically, like we basically told people like, if you can incrementally do a little bit more work, we'll reward you, right? And then we hired a brand manager to really handle the brand. So that was helpful. Um, so I didn't have to worry about the day-to-day and operations. The finance team just works on the p It's a simple business, yeah. right? It's like few SKUs. Um, and if you think about it, operationally, everything's there. We're sent to our same 3PL. Right, we have a web de- a web developer who took over the site. The finance team did the PNL. The CX team did the few tickets it gets. So each person just added on the work, and we're like, "Hey, if we have to pay you an extra five hundred dollars a month, right? That's maybe adding a total of four k, five k overhead to run another company." Literally, yeah. Damn. It's Same media buying team and everything. Same everything. No, Why is it called coffee over cardio? We have uh, no idea. Oh, really? <laughs> We have no fucking clue. When we asked them, they said, uh, yeah, we were kind of young when we just... We were kind of young. Um, apparently, wow. it's supposed to be the fact that when you have coffee, um, it gives you that same rush and adrenaline that cardio does like give you after a run. Um, I don't think that's true. Um <laughs> It's like a, in a way, it's a good name because it at, makes people ask and stop. And, but the fact that it has no functional benefits and it's just a regular coffee, that's all it has. How, how expensive are these like things to do? Like the posts and the dipping dots and all this type of stuff. Yeah. So the dipping dots one was um, 25K a year guarantee and then okay. 5% on top. Oh, so it's like a whole. whole it's a licensing thing. deal. It's a licensing licensing deal. plus royalty. This one's like 100K. Yeah. Um, you think it makes a difference? Yeah, because when we start to pitch this to retail now, okay, they want this, right? This sure. sits next to Folgers Coffee. You're probably gonna pick up a Fruity Pebbles. This yeah. is a game changer. Yeah, yeah I can see like a Whole Foods. Yeah. yeah, and the branding's cool. Yeah, the branding is cool. Um, and then if you look at the back of the bag, you'll see the Warner Brothers logo. A lot of people don't know this. Fruity Pebbles owns. I mean, Post owns Fruity Pebbles. Post doesn't own the Flintstone characters that Fruity Pebbles built their brand from. So Fruity Pebbles licensed Fred Flintstone and Wilma Flintstone from Warner Brothers. So when we went to Post to license Fruity Pebbles, they're like, you need to get approved by Warner Brothers too. So if you see the Warner Brothers logo there, it's because we're licensed both with Post and Warner Brothers. Interesting. I'm sure Ankit's having a party with Oh, him. yeah, he's having a field too. day. <laughs> this is crazy. I've been seeing it on Instagram, Twitter. What time is it? Yeah. Um, Let's talk about Chew on this. I think yeah, that's the last piece it. of this. That's probably yeah. the best one. Yeah, we'll run a few more minutes. 
Talk about you on this. I know it's blowing up. You guys have, what, 52 events this year? Yeah, yeah, a lot of events. Um, yeah, you know, I think the way to on this, it's interesting, is um, right now, us as, like, founders or builders of our own brands, um, if you think about where we go to consume, learn, interact, okay? If you think about all those three words, consume typically means like media source of like video, right? We're either going to like TikTok or YouTube, right? Um, if you think about where do we go to learn, we're either going to like Twitter, maybe LinkedIn, or you're reading newsletters, right? Or you're reading long threads, okay? And then if you think about interact, we're going to these founder dinners, conferences, and summits, and and um, events, right? So when you look at um, the world of founders, if all founders are typically in one of those buckets, if not all three, right? I think what Chuan This is doing is serving founders a, a avenue to be able to be part of all three, um, which a lot of media avenues, I don't think worry about all three buckets, right? You typically do a good podcast or you typically do a good newsletter or you do really good events, right? Um, not too many people kind of bring it all together. So one was our thesis was if we bring it all together, we, we can build our own ecosystem. Um, and so when we started our podcast, you know, getting maybe a couple hundred downloads, this and that, now season three, you know, we get 10,000 to 15,000 views and five to 10,000 downloads per episode, right? Uh, when we started the newsletter, right? Um, you know, a couple hundred subscribers, we're now 25,000 subscribers, right? Um, the events, we did one event, two events, and now this year, because of the demand, we're doing one a week, that's right? That's wild. So All I think it's- the country. Yeah, all over the country. So we're in six cities. We're doing Salt Lake City, LA, Miami, Scottsdale, Austin, New York, uh, and Miami, if I said Miami or not. Um, so it's really cool because it's like there is everywhere you look, people want this. They want to be part of one of these ways of learning. Um, and so what we're able to do is it's kind of this like cyclical cycle that feeds itself. If you come into one of our events, we're going to get you into our newsletter or podcast. If you watch our podcast, we're going to get you to one of our events or newsletter. If you come into our newsletter, we're going to make sure you get into one of those. So what's really cool is like the minute you come into like this suction cup, we'll get you in, okay? <laughs> and now once you're in, right, we're going to swirl you around with so many things that we believe is valuable through authenticity because we tried it first, right? And so with one person, one founder that comes in, our goal is that we're able to deliver and connect them to at least four to five tools or services, right? Agency or tools that could help their business make money or save money. And that's our thesis for Chew on This. So that's what we built off of. Yeah. And that's how we make the decisions we make. Definitely. I'm curious, how did you pick these um these locations in the country? Because you started in New York, obviously. Yeah, I started in New York. Yeah. Um, and are you traveling to all these places every single week? So it's interesting. Um, we, we picked these places because what we wanted to do is, if we keep doing New York events, 
you're there's like this mathematical thing where most people throw events, they'll see about a 40 to 55% overlap from their previous event. Interesting. Okay. okay. Naturally, because people are like, oh, I like the event, I'll go again. And then you need to hit your numbers because your sponsors are coming. So like, oh, I'll accept these people. Um. So for us, what we wanted to do was we never wanted to throw back-to-back events in the same city. So next thing we did was we pulled our subscribers said, where are you guys? And those were the top six cities. So he said, we're not going to reinvent the wheel and figure out cities. Let's just see where our easiest target demo is, right? Um, and start there. So that's how we picked those. And by, by subscribers, you mean, are you talking like an aggregate of newsletter, video, social, just like everything? Or We actually just did subscriber survey. Um, so our 25,000 people are in the newsletter. newsletter. Yeah, just them. Um, and that, those are the cohorts of the cities. And then, like, there was also some of it that wasn't surprising, right? Like, LA, Austin makes sense. It's like Founder Central. Utah. Utah's interesting. Very interesting. But, like, there's this area like Park City. A lot of e com. A lot of e com and, like, tech, like, heavy tech, too. Yeah. Um, So I think it's interesting to kind of, like, run. I I think lately, though, this has been happening a lot in the e com space, just like people throwing events and everything, and, like, also newsletters. Is there any other space that actually does this? That's a good question. Right. Um, I, I think the other spaces that do do it is on the flip side, the tech uh, arena does it a lot within tech. Like TechCrunch and stuff like that. Like, like TechCrunch. Like there's this guy named Andrew, um, Andrew Yang. He throws tech parties. Okay. All right. So he'll get like Google, the sponsor, and it'll just be a bunch of like software engineers and this and that. Throws them in New York. They're crazy. They're crazy events. Um, like, 500 people. Um, and so I, I think it happens, but I don't think it happens at the scale of what we're doing. Um, and right now, what's interesting is I talk to a lot of SaaS companies. Um, SaaS companies are right now kind of learning how to do marketing in a totally different way, which is their, part of their marketing budgets now is dinners newsletters, podcasts, whereas before it was spend money on ads or demos or this or that, there was never this culture of it. So when you have someone feeding the machine, the machine's going to keep building. 100%. Because you also talked about, you guys, what was the name of the agency? Gas. Gas. So how does gas intertwine to all this too? Because like you said, SaaS members are giving you guys their budget. What does that even mean in a sense? Yeah, like yeah. What are you doing um, with it? So I'll give you an example. Like for, for Chew on this, right? We've uh, we've grown to you know doing a little over two hundred thousand in revenue a month, um, and that's made up of our events, our newsletter, our podcast. And then what happened is is there's a lot of companies that were basically like, hey guys, we're getting great value from Chew on this, like great ROI, this and that. Where else should we go? Where else, like we can't keep spending more with like we already spent fifty k with you this month. How I want to spend fifty more k. Where else do I spend it? Right? So initially, we'd be like, oh, go check out Nick Sherma's newsletter or Cody Plofker's or Eli Weiss or this, that, or go and invest in this podcast or do Chris Mead's dinners, whatever it is. And then it slowly became like, wait, a lot of people are asking us this. Okay? So when I started to hear like, oh, this person's asking me, this person's asking me, that person's asking me, this SaaS company, I started to basically say, hey, listen, I like... I don't have the bandwidth to give you just this advice. 
I'm happy to manage the budget. And before I would even finish the sentence, we go, yes. <laughs> right. So we take a hefty retainer, um, uh, you know, a deep five figure retainer to manage your monthly budget. And what gas stands for is growth as a service. And what it does is it replaces any sales and marketing team your SaaS company has and will do it. We will become your sales and marketing engine. So now you give me a budget, give me 100K, right? I'll split it up between how to do cold leads, warm leads. I'll put in some newsletters, some podcasts. We'll split it up on some events. We'll do some conferences. We'll make sure the meetings are set up, this and that. We have this thing called Dream 100 Project where you give me 100 brands that you want to work with at your SaaS company, I'll get you a yes or a no in the first six months. Really? For right? every single one of them? Every single one. Because we have the founder profile that will reach out to the founders of those 100 profiles. Interesting. And be like, hey, I'm checking out this tool called Open Border. Have you guys checked it out, by the way, for your brand? Right? And they're going to talk to me because I'm a founder. Yeah. And we're doing it authentically because we truly believe in these products. There's not a single gas brand or company that we work with that we don't use. So that's our number one prerequisite is I'm not going to work with you if I don't know who you are or if I don't use it. Makes sense. So it does limit us because I can only work with one email partner. I can only work with one reviews, one app company. One, like, so I have to maximize the money I can make while staying authentic. That makes sense. Yeah. We should cut it here because I know you got to go pick up your kid. <laughs> yeah, you got to. We got, we got four more. We, we, we talked about it before. You're like, we're always lost in this social online world of Twitter, YouTube, and all this shit. Yeah. And then you forget you actually have a real life going on <laughs> yeah. the whole time. No, it's crazy. It's, how, how, how has being a father changed since the yeah, last? I mean, we, we spoke about like a year ago. Uh, yeah. that was, how, how old is your child now? He is 20 months. So yeah, I think when we did the podcast, he was like a few months old. Yeah, yeah. I don't even think, yeah, you're probably not even walking. Um, yeah. You know, it's crazy. Um, I like, I get like excited now when like, I usually like 6.30 from, from, my, from my work. Um, I get excited to like get in my car and head over. I'll FaceTime him in the car too, saying I'm coming, get ready to play. He talks a lot. He walks. Uh, he runs. Um, he loves rough play. So we, like tackle each other as soon as I get home. Um, so I get like, it's like me going to a candy store. Like I'm so excited to walk in. There are times where like I won't forget to take off my shoes because I'm like running to him and he's running to me as soon as I walk in. That's awesome. So that part as like, no matter how my day is, that moment from when I get in the car and I know I'm heading home to see him, it's unbelievable. And so the part of traveling for Chew on this has made me become like all there are times like like I'm going to I'm going to I'm speaking at Etail, which happens in Palm Springs. Okay. I'm taking a red eye out, okay? Getting there in the morning, speaking, doing an event from 6 to 9 p.m., getting on a 10:20 p.m. flight. Um so I'm going to leave my event a little bit early to make it back the next morning. So only time I would miss him is that day of. Um, so that's 12 hours of traveling, right? In 18 hours. But that for me is not like, damn, that sucks and painful. It's like, I wouldn't want it any other way. Cause I don't want to miss time. For sure. So I think it's made me like, I don't have time to like go and party. The, and the crazy thing is like, up. well, you're running a party. You're running a party company <laughs> yeah. right now. <laughs> but, you know, when you start throwing so many, yeah. you don't, you, the thrill, like, I'll be honest, like the thrill of throwing events now, it's gone. 
Like I don't have, I have great time because I love meeting people, but I'm not there to like drink and get messed up. But you know what the goal is when you're I know there. the goal. Like I'm, it's, it's business now. It's yeah. purely business, but it's still a lot of fun. Just a different type of fun. Mm-hmm. I, I have a question for you because like we're younger than you. People who are watching are probably a little younger than you, yep. but you were in our shoes too and stuff like that too. Yeah. Like obviously with shreds and everything too, kind of coming up in the, in the game. You run two brands right now. Chew on this and an agency. Four things. Am I missing anything? No. And I'm sure you do consulting calls. Yeah, a little all, consulting, like, advising, yeah. advising, investing calls, all this stuff. How the hell do you do all this stuff? Yeah. And like, and, like, and why do you and, do it all and, instead and, of one? And, and you have a family too. Yeah. Think about that. Like, how the hell are you doing all this stuff? Yeah, I think. Um, and also, is it all worth it? Yeah, hundred percent, all worth it. Um, and I think it is. What it is is, I don't think I have a minute to waste anymore. So I don't. It kind of sucks. This part does suck is like, I don't really have a lot of like downtime. Like I don't have time to go and waste two hours on scrolling TikToks, right? If I'm on TikTok, I'm trying to gain as much examples that turned off. The yeah, button. you're good. That's why we got the backup. <laughs> um, if I'm on TikTok, I'm probably trying to gain examples of what type of short form we should be doing for chew on this, Yeah. right? So like every, and then like my my the minute I get in the car in the morning at 8 a.m. to walk, come over, I'm doing calls. It's maybe my consulting, maybe advising. The minute I'll get in my car and my FaceTime is done with my son, I'm getting on calls with people from work or whatever it is. The minute I'm home between when my son goes to sleep and dinner with my wife, that's me time with family, but then I'm back on my laptop. So it's like you just have to work so much. And like the whole like, get eight hours of sleep. I don't get four, eight hours, I get four hours. Right? Like, I don't, like, it's, it's, uh, sleep a little faster. Yeah. But there, there's negatives. You know? And then what, what, follow up to this. So what the hell is the goal of all this? Like, do you want to sell Avi for a crazy amount of money? Do you want to, like, what, like, what are you trying to do in a I sense? I don't, I don't know. It's really weird because I don't know if I would enjoy a crazy amount of money. I think I just want to see how much impact I can make. Like we helped sell an agency last year um called Endrock. They sold to Power Digital because we brought them over 40 brands through Chew on This. Okay. They sold to Power Digital for eight figures. All right. This year we were working with another company, I mean last year called PDQ, pretty damn quick. Okay. They're a checkout. That's Avi, right? That's the founder's name Avi. Um he's raising a Series A because of how much growth we brought them last year. Right. So for me, I'm like trying to get as many like little chips and just being like, all right, that's kind of cool. Just did that. Just did this. Like, I want to see how much impact I could make because I believe if you're doing things that we're all doing, we're going to make the money. Now, how much you need, whether it's 100, 10 million, 5 million, I think it's arbitrary. You're going to get to do what you want to do, right? But how much you get done in the motion of making that money, I think is what really matters. I like that. You know, and like, I want to do so much in my motion to make money. I'm not worried about making it. I want to just do it. I want to even like, I want a business to even bankrupt. I want to fail something really hard and see what happens. I, like, I want to do it through so many experiences and then I'll make the money. Like, yeah. what, like I have a good lifestyle. I enjoy, I have a good, good home, this and that. So I'm happy, but I don't, not in this rush to collect this big bank account. Cause I'm like I'm grinding right now. I don't I don't have time to spend it. Yeah, you know. So I I would say if you're young, like 
if you have the right philosophy of work, money will follow. You will make money. We're in a golden era right now to make money. And it'll be like this for the next 50 to 100 years. So don't chase it. But if you can pick up like every badge of honor, right? I want to be badged out. Like I, I want my <laughs> yeah, jacket. Supposed to be a boy scout. Yeah. yeah every single Eagle badge scout, out there. Um, so that when you ask me about something, I can talk to you about anything. Talk to me about anything in business. If you want to talk about SaaS, you want to talk about e-com, you want to talk about agency, I can talk about anything 100%. and probably know it better than you. That's more important than me than having $100 million in the bank account. That's a yeah, good yeah. This bad boy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, what, what do you want to shout out on this one? Got a lot of shit to shout out on this one. <laughs> I think shout out Chew on this, man. It's given okay. us good life. Um, it's been it's been a lot of fun. Come out to some of the events. Yeah, 100%. Um, Everything will be in the, in the, in the bottom description yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> Um, we'll put the pod newsletter everything all yeah the yeah check out the pod check out just check out the ecosystem we're building that's all and and if you don't be part of ours be part of something right i think shout out to like other people who are building communities whether it's through a podcast a newsletter whatever you're building mm -hmm. you're actually giving back more than you realize right there are people who watch your shit consume like people who are consuming your stuff to make decisions it's like the biggest impact you can make all right, so we're, t we're we're talking a relatively tight time window, but a year from now when we do our two-year New Money Talks podcast anniversary, where do you want to be? Oh, I like that. I think I want, I want to sell coffee by then, see how quick I can flip a business. I've never done that. Um, we're trying to sell this one. Yeah. Oh, I think okay. I, want to, I want to sell something. I need like an exit, you know? Yeah. Um, all the chips I want to pick up. I want to be able to get chew on this to $5 million ARR. Um, so double the ARR from today. And then I think I want to see Obvi um, open nationwide and more retail chains like Target, Sam's Club, Costco, et cetera. Um, and we can only do that if Walmart proves successful. So it's kind of alluding to that. Yeah. For sure. Probably will happen. Oh, we'll also yeah. market. see market. Yeah. Yeah. We'll market. It'll be like episode one hundred. If, if it or something doesn't happen, like we're still gonna learn. Something, yeah. something will happen for yep. sure. You're either, yeah. you're either gonna earn a shit ton or you're gonna learn a shit ton. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. That's yeah. a good way to end yeah. it. Yeah. We appreciate you coming on. And anyways, on our end, make sure you like, comment, subscribe. Yep. Shout out to all the amazing sponsors. Yeah. If you haven't seen the truck on there, shout out Joe Armenio. Armenio. <laughs> He's yeah. going to clip this part. <laughs> He's definitely going to clip that part. He's going to throw up on a story. Alternative form of advertising. Yeah. If you, if you haven't already checked out Avi, check out Coffee Over Cardio. Chew on this. It's honestly, like you said, it's a community. So, like, we appreciate you. We're growing all, like, we all started at the same time mm -hmm. with the community. So, like, so remember the Parker event, man. Exactly, yeah, the camp. Parker event. Yeah, yeah I remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Damn, that was a while ago. A while ago, yeah. man. Jeez. Crazy. Not, damn, you got me going on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, Shout out Parker. You see Parker yeah. and all you guys. Yeah. Anyway, guys, see yeah. you guys on the next one. Yeah, we'll see you in the next one. Thank you for having me, guys. <laughs>